0: In front of a live audience, it's the Dice Checker Podcast with your host, Matt
1: Jordan. Wait, the what? audience are in the studio. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what we do with the studio when we're not there. We just put all of the audience no, in there. No, no,
0: it's really inefficient because we're not in the studio. So I don't, yeah, I don't well, know. Yeah, we've got what to use that room yet. for something. This is just audience <laughs> storage space. There is a TV in there so they can watch it live.
2: <laughs> this is the biggest dad like joke. The hotel <laughs> room in Old Boy. But And now he's referencing Old Boy.
1: <laughs> God. The time to Old Boy has been achieved. Uh, hello, it's Friday. Welcome yeah. back. It's the Dicebreaker podcast. Uh, I'm Matt Jarvis, your host as ever, joined by Alex Meehan. Hello, how are you doing today?
2: Hello, I'm doing alright, thank you. Um, yeah, it's Friday, baby. And uh, mm-hmm. Liv and I just recorded a very fun, fun video that we're looking forward to showing everyone. Although, uh, it's a members video, so you have to become, vi- to, to become a member to see. you become a member
0: Plus. Just like Toto here, who is a subscriber. <clears> yeah. Of Dicebreaker Plus.
1: He's a star of Dicebreaker Plus because you can get his face as a little emoji. It
0: is, it's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, we've got Truus and Nathaniel Levy in here who remembers right now. So if they want to spam the Toto face emoji in chat, <laughs> that is entirely up to them.
1: Uh, of oh. course, rounding out our cast this week, as well as Toto, mm-hmm. uh, we have Toto's agent uh, Michael and <laughs> <Wallen. laughs>
0: his ringside <laughs> manager. Um, is,
2: is that really? Like the you've got to closer relationship than agent he's your stinky son your is my stinky, stinky son. son. thank you yeah. Trist.
0: Uh, uh yeah no i um oh he's gone now it's fine he <laughs> i have a very stinky cat at the moment because you know when they lick themselves but they have bad breath so they become yeah. like
2: yeah. just a
0: a wet blanket of bad breath smell a which beacon absolutely of,
2: great a beacon of cat breath <laughs> the stinky. <stench>. egg <laughs> that. Yeah,
1: that's not good. That's no
0: good. But yes, I'm also here. Uh, Toto is filling in for Liv, who is unfortunately ill. You might have seen her on the thumbnail, but unfortunately, she's not feeling great. So uh, it's just going to be the four of us, uh, if you include Toto. But yes, I'm here. (laughs) I'm Wheels, video man. uh, And we're going to talk about some board games. Yeah, well, we hope you feel better soon,
1: Liv. Uh, And for the sake of the last week we can do this, I feel, uh, because we waved a a farewell to Alex Lowley's this week. Uh, the bingo call for episode eighty-three is Ethel's ear. Uh, I, Loli's explained it, and I've forgotten the explanation. But it felt only right. Oh, the... it was it was another fat joke, which is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was whoever... All bingo calls written in like the eighteenth century
0: or something. Yeah. Just
2: yeah, whoever wrote the bingo calls really has something against fat women. It's time
0: we cancelled the writer of bingo calls.
2: Yeah, just like. <laughs> just going back to that well over yeah. and over again they're going to have
0: a comedy special on Netflix by the end of the week Oh, probably yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, as is the way and then they'll have an article in the Guardian telling mm-hmm. everyone about how, how been they've canceled. been cancelled yeah mm. uh, anyway we're here to chat about board game we're not here to talk about you know
2: Gross stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was going to say scum. I mean, I do mean scum. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're here to talk about uh, we're here to talk about board games and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, should we just dive in? Uh, and let's dive in this week first with Alex Meehan. Have been Hello. Yeah. What's been going what on? have
2: I been up to lately? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, board game wise, um, oh, we've had I've a been. Tree, been... We? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a lot of us. Uh, have been playing the same board games because we were all together yesterday, physically mm. together
1: in the office. Together, together, mm-hmm. actually, someone <laughs> was playing that on my train home, just out of their, you know, like in the way that oh, I assume kids allowed. still do. But kids, kids, when I was going to school, would just play music on the bus out mm, of their phone, like wow. a tinny Nokia. That is like, quite a speaker, quite a power move. <laughs> yeah, uh, and was just just playing a. Uh, is it High School Musical? Yes, I know it's High School Musical.
2: Wait, hang on, let's back up. Right, so kids, as you described them.
1: Kids, yes.
2: Were kids. playing high school musical song.
1: Mm, out of their phone speaker, yeah.
2: Yeah, when, when when did High School Musical come out?
1: 2004,
0: I think.
2: How, why are they...
0: It is, it's truly rough That
2: existed before they were even, you know, considered a... a... Being, Before yeah. They even... Before
1: they were a twinkle in the eye, <laughs> and not the even eye, Chad's yeah. "I Don't Dance," the best song from the High School Musical franchise.
2: Of course, you know the High School Musical franchise.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not much of a uh, an aficionado when it comes to High School Musical uh, music. So,
2: yeah, no, I mean, I know the one that's like "We're All in This Together." Yep. I know that one. Uh, and I think there's one that's like, yeah, no. The one that the Zac Sh- Efron sings. I
1: yeah. Sharpay's song is pretty good. Uh, and Sharpay, Ashley Judd, appears in the new uh, Dark Pictures anthology game. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's Ashley Judd of Sharpay. Of, of Sharpay, or of oh, of Sharpay yeah. fame.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Some of my friends were like, oh, she's from High School Musical. And I was like, what? okay,
0: <laughs> well... Right. Uh... Anyway, Mia, what have you been playing this
2: week? <laughs> yeah, nothing about High School Musical. Oh, God. Um, I feel like we
0: should have a little counter. That, like, just a, a, a uptick in clock, <laughs> and then we stop it whenever we get sidetracked. See what uh, Yeah,
2: this. that's, that's going to go nowhere. Um, yeah, what have I been playing this week? Okay, so, uh, in the office yesterday for Lonely's Goodbye Street. We played several games. Uh party games, in fact, uh chosen by Lonies. Uh some of those games are ones that I have played before and spoken about before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Including Cockroach Poker, also known as Cocky Roach Poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a great game and also you played for the toads. first time. Mm. <laughs> bring out your toads, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh and that's always great. What did you think of it, Wills? Because it was the first time you played it. Yeah, you I know? was amazed
0: that you had not played before. I've not played any of the little creepy crawly games. Uh, and I had a, I had such a good time yesterday. I, I loved all of the games we played, honestly. Um, some were better than others, but yeah, I still had a great time with all of them. Um, mm. Cockroach poker is not as good as Cheating Moth. Um, mm. But it is fun. It is. It's like, it reminds me of Skull. It's that kind of like really, uh, like, diluted down... Not diluted, sorry. Really really, just sort of, like... focus. Okay. Yeah, focused. That's a better, better way of destroying it. <laughs> really focused sort of bluffing game, where it is literally, do you believe the thing I just said? And then the only other real element is the fact that you can pass it on and carry on the lie kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I just, like... I genuinely really had a great time with all the things we played. Uh Cheating Moth was definitely Cheating Molf is incredible. Yeah,
2: I, I was delighted by how much you loved Cheating Molf. <laughs> like, I gave
0: I laughed so much in that stream I gave myself a headache. Like it was <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, it was it was an especially fun moment. When I was sat there, so for those who may not know and didn't watch the stream yesterday, but you should have. Mm-hmm. Frankly, uh, <laughs> cheating morph is a game where it's like two different games in one. So it's a game where you're playing a card game where you have to place cards of a number uh, higher or, or lower. Yeah, then like then the card in front of you, and some of those cards have special action. Uh, but then the other game is everyone except the guard bug is trying to cheat by putting cards in various places in the hopes that the guard bug won't see, and the amount of times, I think it was in the second game, where I was sat there, and I think Liv was the guard bug, and I was seeing like, all of you like, (laughs) cheating so many times, like, sometimes once after, like, straight after, you'd already just cheated so, like, I swear I saw like, Wheels be like, drop a card Mm -hmm. and then, like Put a card like over there, like in the space of 10 seconds, and I was sat there going, You absolute wild man. <laughs> I just like, like, I can't <laughs> believe you're doing this. My, one of
0: my favorite mechanics about cheating moth is the fact that, like, you're you're always allowed to cheat, you can get rid of any card apart from your last one by cheating. There are cards where you are forced to cheat to get rid of them as well, which are cheating the moffs, eponymous yeah. cheating moths. Cheat yeah. um, but the best thing is the fact that only the guard bug can call you out. And the rules specifically mm. say, if you're not the guard bug, you're not allowed to say no, that you can't cheating. say anything. So like... I could have just stared me in in the eyes, throw a card to the other side of the room and just go like that. And it's just... Yeah, just,
2: just smile. Oh, that. The theater was...
0: of it is so good.
2: Yeah, I was seeing, like, from the corner of my eye, I saw Matthew Jarvis, uh. our very own Matthew Jarvis, editor-in-chief, <laughs> chuck a card, like, to the side. Uh, and I was just just watching the spectacle, and Paul Liv was trying to catch people out.
1: It's really difficult with more people, I would say, because we played before with three people, and you can just about switch. It's kind mm. of the like the end of the good and the ugly. You just kind of like <laughs> looking across <laughs> at the two of them, but with with five of us, uh, at some point I just had I because you have to keep your hands on your cards above the table because mm. there are there are rules to the cheating. Yeah, you know, it's you're not you just, just your able
0: to just to yeah. End off
1: i had them on the edge of the table and then i would just hold them and then just use my thumbs to gently slide them out and because and i was blocking point, them with the the cards themselves
2: you you did that and Loli's <laughs> called you out and it hadn't dropped you... <laughs> it got
0: stuck to my farm yeah my favorite so then, bit um the game was like when i was like testing the water at the start and no, i don't think anyone noticed but the first card i played of the game was double stacked I had a cheat card underneath it. I just went, "Yeah, here you go." That's oh, that's card. very good. Yeah, which I don't know if anyone else really did, but that's like that's one of the most yeah. classic ways of cheating. Yeah. That's in the rules. That. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because you are you're hiding a card, one card at a time. So mm-hmm.
2: that's um, my favorite part of that uh, cheating moth playthrough was where you would. Doing a shout out to Lowlies. and
0: everyone else,
2: <laughs> uh, uh, and Lowlies just was like, "Oh, thank you," and then just just dropped one of my cards. Just right.
1: while everyone was yeah,
0: like all eyes turned to Loli's and then she just dropped.
2: <laughs> what are you doing? Like, I can't believe you did Waited until that. she was
0: visible to the entire entire team, <laughs> and then threw a card away. Incredible. But yeah,
2: no, Team Off was a big hit. I believe you. Just bought a copy.
0: No, genuinely, it's arriving today. I like, I <laughs> literally, um, as soon as we finished, went on. Uh, I think I got it on Amazon, which I know is not the nicest place to buy board games from. But I was just like, I need this now because I've got some friends coming around this weekend as well to watch uh, to watch AEW full gear which I'll be talking about in a bit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I just, it's so much fun. I genuinely, I, I think that's one of the best times I've had a car game in a long time.
2: Yeah, it slaps. Um. We also played uh, some games I hadn't played before, mm-hmm. uh, including Shifty-Eyed Spies. Mm. <laughs> oh, God, that was difficult yeah. to understand. <laughs> which Loli's uh, mm. And, yeah, I was not very good at that game. Um, I don't think it helped that I didn't really understand what we were supposed to be doing until, like, well into playing it. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know whether that's just because I didn't listen properly or whether, you know... Just got a bit confused.
1: But... To be honest, I was the same as you for a lot of the game, which I think didn't help because I had you like I was meant to yeah. be communicating to you, and I I think just... you were meant to be communicating back to me.
3: Yeah, so the fact we were both
1: you, kind like... of confused as we'd look at each other and then nothing would really happen, and that happened with yeah. me and pretty much everyone else as well. It's like I would, so you you have a person and a place, mm-hmm. and you wink at the person. And you're meant to do it in a way winky. we don't get caught, <laughs> and then they're meant to communicate the place that they are holding to you. By and then you it. basically say, "I am meeting the person you winked at
2: yeah, at that. the place
1: that they communicated to you." But I struggled to understand that for the first few rounds. I thought I was meant to be also telling them the place I had in my hand. Yeah, um, which yeah was then confused me, but meant that I would start winking at people. And then, like looking at looking <laughs> at the places, and then the the briefcase where it gives you your turn to guess would come around to me, and I wouldn't know what to say because <laughs> I didn't know what I could guess because people would wink at me, and I would then look at them to try and find out where I thought I was I, to be going. So but, yeah, if you, I
0: think if you like the idea of shifty-eyed spies but the execution failed for you, I think you should try if you haven't already Dead Last um, by Smoke mm. and Dagger. Dead Last is uh, a game. It look it, like it's themed after like Reservoir Dogs. Like everyone is a color, and it's got that like very stark like black, white, and one color imagery. Um, and essentially, it's best in like big groups of people. So say you've got like ten people around a table. Everyone has their color assigned to them. So say I'm orange, and me and is pink, and Matt is blue. Um, then you have uh, a, a hand of cards in front of you, with one card for each other player's color, uh, and then you all. Without sort of saying anything out loud, you all vote on on the person who's going to get whacked, essentially. Um, so you're like, you're all just sort of like conferring with each other. Yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna kill me in this round. We're gonna kill Matt this round, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, you can't talk because the person, every single person, also has a color card that's themselves, which is an ambush. So if they realize that they're the person being targeted, they lay an ambush. And instead, they get to whack one of the people who voted for them. And the other thing is that you have to be in the majority to survive. So if, if eight people vote for orange and you voted for blue, even though you're not the target, you still get pushed out because you weren't part of the, the scheme. So you spend the whole thing just sort of like looking around everyone, just being like... It's like it's got that same vibe of like we're all just winking and, and like looking at certain people and like you know someone goes up for a wee and we're all like okay we're gonna kill them yeah thank um, <laughs> oh, that's and, awful but yeah no it's great and then of it like you Toto shouting I can hear him I can hear him <laughs> <laughs> and then it keeps sort of like whittling the group down until it's just two people and then you basically play golden balls <laughs> oh wow where you do the split. Uh, share kill. or kill or whatever. Yeah, prison's yeah. done enough, yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah, no, it's it's really good and I think it's got the same vibe. So if you, if you want to hear, or rather, if you want to try something with like a similar energy but not shifty-eyed spies, like I, it's a bit less confusing because oh. you, like, you are literally just like, I'm going to vote for this person. That's pretty much the only interaction you have but it's all about the, you know, the meta play around the table. Mm.
2: Yeah, no, I I do like the idea of shifty-eyed spies Um. I don't know whether it felt like there was enough going on in the game for me to really be that engaged with it, Yeah. especially when I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be doing. (laughs) So it was kind of like I was looking around and just seeing people being like, oink, and then I would look over and see Matt Jarvis be like, Mm -hmm. oink, and I'd be like, I kind of don't really know what's going on. But um, yeah, I... And also, the, bo- the front cover of that box is great. It and is. And the name Shifty yeah, Idespire. The holographic eyes. And, yeah. yeah. it's very good. There's a
0: scratch them. Um, just yes. that little, uh, like. It, yeah, yeah, no, it looks like that scratch and sniff mm. sort of texture, doesn't it? Oh,
3: Ooh,
0: would, um, would you like a fun fact? It's a gaming no fact. What? It's not a ballgame, <laughs> it's a gaming Hashtag fact. Hashtag gaming facts. Um, i tell you what, I'll do it as a trivia question to see if anyone knows. What was special about the original PlayStation 1 release of Gran Turismo?
2: Did it like smell like a car or something?
0: It had a scratch and sniff petrol smelling disc. So when you scratch. You scratch
2: the disc? No,
0: you know the top bit where the logo is. Oh, was. okay. You scratch that bit there. and it would smell of petrol. <laughs> Why? <laughs>
2: Lovely. Because Petrol's was... not a nice smell. It was the
0: PS1. <laughs> no, there are a lot yeah. of people who like the smell of petrol, actually, to be fair. I hate it, but like when I've been in like petrol stations with people or or gas stations, if we have any USS's, and they've been like, oh, I love that smell for some reason, you know. (laughs) Mm,
2: No, Um, wouldn't it stink when you like put actually played the disc? I don't think Mm. so
0: because it didn't rub against anything. (laughs)
1: Gonna, yeah, the idea out. of it sp- yeah, spinning in the thing and then you going I can smell something and then <laughs> thinking that petrol. your PS1's about oh, to no. catch fire Yeah,
2: my <laughs> PS1's going to explode and the thing is like, my PS1 I had one of the fancy ones but I didn't oh. the original
0: Oh, mm. oh madame <laughs> I, had one of the, I
2: had a PS1 <laughs> well, the rounded, ones, Yeah, the We had dishes. one of like, the dodgy
0: yeah. ones with the spring that meant you could play pirate discs <laughs> Because I'm from Luton.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, that one uh, I think took the final step into the afterlife like a few years ago. Um, uh, RIP to. Rest in peace, PlayStation 1. My, my PS1. The PSX. Uh, my purple GameCube. Mm-hmm. And my sweet baby. My lunchbox. Um, the Xbox we had that got to a point where you would put the disc in. And it would just immediately vomit out. <laughs> you put it in, press the button, it'd go like that. Uh, and then it would immediately go like it. rejected it's like a baby Uno, not wanting to eat.
0: It's like that Uno automated version where it's putting yeah. cards at you.
2: What you had to do was you had to hold your finger on, <laughs> on the disk drive, right? And I could feel no. it like trying to eject. <laughs> and it would, it would make those uh, uh, oh, noises gosh. and then it would go you just had to hold it there long enough like feeding a cat a pill <laughs> 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 hope that baby in
1: <laughs> covering it in peanut butter to just get it yeah. to oh, <laughs> the oh, uh,
2: but Lord. I think it has now uh, breathed its final gasping breath uh, but that thing was a monster anyway. Mm. Like, if you dropped that on someone's head, it probably would kill them.
1: Like the like, original Xbox?
2: The original Xbox. Oh, yeah, yeah was,
1: that... It, that thing was I'm like a um... bomb shelter by itself.
2: Yeah, you could, you <laughs> could, like, have just quickly, Will. You could have, like, an entire weapon arsonry with an Xbox and the controllers because you could use, like, the Xbox, like, a shield or just something to drop on like someone. And flails. you could use the controllers as, like, <laughs> yeah, flails. Like, i'm
0: playing um uh red dead 2 at the moment on uh zoe's xbox series x is that what they're called now uh, honestly a- <laughs> yeah, nothing makes me feel like more of an old man than microsoft's console range um but you can have you can like set your theme for your homepage. You can set the background to the original Xbox glowing green. Oil. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, I love that. yeah oh, thing. the weird blob blob thing, yeah, the blob green thing. Glow,
1: like a lava lamp. Yeah, so yeah. Good.
2: And I still remember when we were kids and my parents would take us on holiday to the countryside,
3: mm.
2: uh, and we would stay in a very old cottage. One of the things that I used to do was I used to use my brother's Xbox as like like a CD player, so I would play. <laughs> In it, oh, yeah, yeah, PS Two was music, yeah. PS Two was one like of the, the best DVD
0: things. players you could buy. Yeah, that's why it sold
1: so well. Yeah. yeah, and I remember using my PS One as a CD player because some games, as well, if you put them in after you got to the screen, you could play the tracks. I think Fur Fighters yeah. had like some tracks that you could play. I'm going to the little storage bit, yeah. Fur
2: Fighters. Um, um, that sounds like a, a game. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's also like the fact that if you play. Uh, some of the older games on Game Pass, like I played Skate the, uh, like a while ago. That's why we got into skateboarding again. Um, <laughs> but it it doesn't like play it on Xbox Series X. It emulates the 360. So when you press the home button, it brings up the classic like. Oh, it mate. It's so oh good. Goodness, the nostalgia, nostalgia you get out of that, that thing is incredible. Um, anyway, we, we talked
2: about board games. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. No, we played that, and then we also played. Um, a yogi mm, which mm. was an experience um, I, uh yeah i like that game if it was like five six pounds i probably would i buy think it. it's better like... than
0: twister
1: yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah but for those who don't know i don't know if you do know it was originally released as in a bind by a designer called bez mm-hmm. uh and she released it the original version was this very kind of like indie release it's it was literally a deck of cards yeah. in like a normal deck of cards box but she illustrated all of the cards herself, oh. so instead of the kind of like pop culture references, Which it's more of this really kind of like abstracted games. style. Yeah. And I, I think I will get onto this later because it was something I was going to mention. Oh, but I think I prefer oh, that one. Nice, like those, it's it's nice effectively the same game. I think there's some minor changes to the cards, but yeah, it's it's just incredible. It's one of those games that I try to introduce to everyone I meet because I think it yeah it should be bigger than it is. Like with Happy Salmon. Which we also played. I love the art. It's a yeah, Stone Cold yeah, really. classic. Oh, wow. yeah.
0: The inner binder is really cool for anyone who wants to give it a Google.
1: Yeah. I don't know if Ooh. Bez still sells them directly, because obviously it's been re-released as Yogi, but she used to also just send them out by hand, and I think it's... she used to do a custom illustration on each one she sold or something is like that. Is
0: Bez the person who did the um that deck that can be used to play like 100 games or something? W-
1: Wibble++, plus, but I think it's called something else now. It's got a different name. It, it's Yeah, but it's like the
0: deck of letter cards that can be used yeah. to play multiple word games. Bez yeah, is, she cool. Bez is fantastic very cool, games. then. <laughs> yeah. oh. Shout out to Bez.
2: <laughs> yeah. I will say, yeah, the art style of Yogi doesn't really do it's it to me. Yeah. It's very, like...
0: It's very... Hey! A uh, game you would buy in Waterstones. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or John Lewis.
2: Um, yeah, John.
0: John Lewis gift uh, section.
2: <laughs> um... Yeah, but actually playing it was very fun and very painful. It's yeah, it's like Twister but you don't have the mat. Oh yeah, we uh, haven't actually YouTube. described how the game works. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> so basically you've got like a deck of cards that all say like a, a position you need to hold. So for example, left finger in the air, or like put this card touching your neck, or balance this card on the top of your head or whatever. But then you keep going around drawing new cards and having to hold all of them at once. So you could end up in positions where like both of your hands are stuck to your neck so you can't draw a card. So you have to ask someone else to help you and stuff. But basically it's just how long... Whoever wins is the person who can hold the ridiculous position they've ended up in the longest. Uh,
2: Whoever
0: it, wins, they lose. Yeah, <laughs> after a <all>, your body <laughs> just starts breaking apart. <laughs> yeah, it
1: it does just wrap you into a pretzel shape yeah. at some point because you're yeah. trying to hold so many cards along one like one or both arms. Mm. Uh, and yeah, if it's, it's if you love fantastic. Twister
0: but need a socially distanced variant, then they. Mm. And yeah. Twister
1: is just a bit naff anyway because yeah. it's the same thing repeated. It boring. It basically yeah. just gets to your arms and
0: legs ache because you're just. Yeah. Bent over a bit, but you basically just bent. Yeah, but this there's... is
1: yeah, has that momentum of building up and building yeah. up where it's like relatively easy at the start, and as it goes on, it gets harder rather than in just
2: the... become a
0: human house of cards. Mm.
2: <laughs> in the condition my bag was in yesterday, Twister definitely was not an option. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, I had fun, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was oh, good. I mean,
0: we played one more game yesterday, yeah, one what more game. game? Was
2: that? What holy relic was oh. that wheel?
0: <laughs> The original, Happy the original,
2: Salmon. the best. Mm.
0: Yeah, a, a game that has spawned this week's segment. That we'll literally, to literally mm. spawned it. Yes, Spawned. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, more like spawned uh, uh, am I right. Lads? Yeah, yeah, spawn
2: <laughs> a lowly, like you know, um, like something like a Frankenstein's monster mm. style thing where it. it 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 could it, just because it could, it shouldn't mm. have delicious
1: and, cluster of content eggs.
2: Yes, <laughs> yum. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so happy, good. Happy salmon. Yeah, happy salmon is a game that's very dear to the dicebreaker. Um, Incredibly art, so, because it is one of like the games that you you lot the video team really played a lot of in. Packs. When was what? Oh, was Was it unplugged?
1: Uh, I think we played it unplugged twenty nineteen. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember. I think Lolis and I knew of it before.
0: I had never
1: played it. it. I knew of it before you. as
2: well, but yeah. um No, it's it's a game that we have all been big fans of, uh, and it is very simple. You do that. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> there are different like gestures that you do with someone else uh and you have to get through your deck of cards as quickly as possible by finding someone else to do the same gesture with you at the same time so there's like pound it high five and of course that the eponymous happy salmon mm. which yeah, makes the most wonderful noise do
0: it over the internet
3: i feel stop, like you need
2: to stop, wait stop, hold stop. on if you do that stop, i'll do the noise
0: stop. Oh no, cost. I can't hear the noise, is... Matt. We can't hear the noise. Yeah, we can't hear it's it. Too loud. Oh really? Oh, oh.
1: well, if I talk over the top of it, maybe it'll pick up because... a little bit. <laughs>
2: snap, snap, snap. <laughs> yeah, the slap really of the salmon of the audio version. <laughs> um, but the one of the most wonderful things about it is that it comes in a lovely felt bag
0: mm, that looks does. like a salmon. Or it did an actual fish bag. And, yeah, fish bag, and the and
2: not not the not bad kind. The so
0: reprobate who have taken over have done something truly terrible to it that we'll be talking yeah,
2: about. We'll later will get to that. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're, we're just Ominous. we're we're teasing it like a horror movie would <laughs> tease the the eventual appearance of a monster. Mm. um but yeah that's why we, we played all of those games yesterday my goodness yeah. Yeah. i
0: mean cookie, cookie cat 94 in the chat more. says yeah. happy salmon stream when yesterday yes the, that's yesterday,
1: yeah. <laughs> the first time we played it on the channel but we've spoken about it many times before
0: yeah, so yeah. go and watch the stream from yesterday you can see us play happy i salmon. don't or at least i tried to over a table
2: <laughs> um i don't know if we could do a full Happy strand stream. Lodi's almost imagine?
0: ripped our white screen in half. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we would we would collapse after like ten minutes of it. it is uh, an intense it's quite game. An intensive, yeah, but it's very fun. Mm. Um, other than that, I've not really been playing many other board games this week. Um, I we, well, Matt and I played some more Avatar.
1: Mm-hmm. yes we did the yeah. rpg
2: we're still on we that can, train we continue
1: to drag out the end of our campaign because we've been enjoying it so much From by a wonderful news reporter chase who's yeah been serving as gm but that it's right i think it's like one of my favorite if not my favorite rpg campaigns i've ever done oh, wow. i think part of that is down to the fantastic i mean part of that's down to just enjoying that world so much uh the character that i'm playing i think is my favourite RPG character I've ever been, so I'm just kind of sad to say goodbye to her at some point, and I feel like I'm just going to bring yeah. bits of her into future characters
0: because I've just enjoyed Sorry, I'm just uh, going to have like, to interrupt the podcast because I'm being flirted at by a super chat. Uh, <laughs> Wheels! <laughs> TJ Gala says, Wheels is looking particularly handsome in this half-light. Thank you, TJ, I appreciate it. It's not you... supposed to be as dramatic as it looks, but I, just, I don't have the <laughs> ring light here, so I'm just being lit by this window.
2: Absolute narcissist. So oh, he says, you. I was already handsome. Oh, <laughs> see, that's that's made it wholesome. Um, yeah, no, uh, I agree with Matt. The this campaign is is really really good, and I think what really helps, other than having an excellent GM, in Chase, um, I feel like the both the rule set of the game and this avatar itself, because it is a television show it makes it so much easier to have character arcs and development because you kind of look at it like this mm. is an episode in a television yeah. show like how would that work in a- watching avatar for example like and then that really helps ease you into that kind of mode of you know how has my character changed since the beginning like how are they reacting to these events like what kind of relationships have they developed with the player characters and non-player characters so I think it is just a stroke of genius to kind of adapt that kind of to adapt a television show into you know a a role playing game and to do it as well as it's done Mm. um uh, it it's is kind is of really what good. Apocalypse
0: World is all about as well. Or powered by the Apocalypse, sorry. Like it's like with Monster of the Week and all that kind of stuff. Like it it, mm. it does thrive in those sort of like yeah, like episodic style games.
2: Yeah, yeah it is it is excellent for that. And um yeah, like our last session, uh, our other player just messaged me at one point saying, You made me cry <laughs> <laughs> Because we're playing these characters who have kind of gone from like enemies-ish in terms of like they are they are from two very culturally different backgrounds opposed nations you know they they do not necessarily like each other and do not understand each other Mm -hmm. to now where they are standing together against like a threat that you know these these circumstances have pushed them Never together. Yeah, I thought a
0: day standing side Ooh. by side with an elf.
2: Yeah, but but replace that with fire nation person, <laughs> and water nation person. But um, but that like that's what Avatar is mm. so good at though. Mm. Like that, like what we're doing feels like a storyline that you would watch in like Avatar: Korra. Like, you know, it is a show about. How differences aren't supposed to push people apart, they're just supposed to you know like make them unique individuals, but that doesn't mean they can't empathize with one another like it's the it's these you know forces that are trying to separate yeah, people I, who can actually form close relationships with each other
3: yeah,
1: I think it helps that. that the characters as well as well are like early to late adolescence so there's kind of that natural sense of you know coming of age yeah. that a lot of people build into rpg characters anyway but here it's just quite baked into the system because i think like you say it's built around that show it's built around that kind of arc mm. so mm. a lot of the focus is like okay you have two different roles and you're you know you swing between them and you're trying to kind of push towards one or the other at points um depending on so for instance you could have responsibility but then also freedom and you know for you know early to late teenagers finding where you fit between those kinds of two ideals is yeah uh, like often a a part of like maturing and coming of age so yeah yeah the system just embodies that really well
2: yeah i think the playbooks are really really excellently like formed and chosen because they are archetypes that you know aren't just seen in that in the show But also, like they fit very well in that, in in allowing for character development and arcs, because it's it's about yeah the push and pull between these two different sides of a person, and trying to find balance there. And then when you don't find balance, it's the case of, you know, sometimes they will make mistakes, or sometimes they will be, you know, push away from people, or or feel misunderstood or misunderstand others. So. It, yeah it, it's not only thematically you know uh, suitable for for being based on avatar core it also works incredibly well for for creating drama because mm. <laughs> it's it's like these pers- people are disagreeing because they have very different viewpoints on this situation but um uh, no avid is great uh other than that uh, I watched Dune last night. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you'll be have to know there's about eight different board games based on that movie. Now, mm. so. Yeah, there are like a
2: billion <laughs> board games now based on the the movie, the new movie Dune. <laughs> um, very specifically based on that film, like they're very upfront about that because mm. clearly um, Warner Brothers uh, yeah. have like made sure to have. Yeah, we're, we're pushing this Dune film. Um, it's quite funny that yeah. in, in the era that we
0: grew up in, it was the movie tie in video game. Now that we've matured, it's the movie tie in board game that seems. Mm-hmm. To be yeah,
2: there good. aren't so many movie tie video games anymore. Yeah. I must admit, and but if it's there just, are, hmm. then.
0: I mean, it's I think it cheaper. has.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot cheaper to make, but also, like, I think video game, board, you know, movie adaptations have developed such a poor reputation, in many ways, that they're almost like, you know, cursed in a way, or mm. like like they're looked down upon as like this is cheap.
0: Big shout out, out to wear. Sam Raimi Spider Man Two. Uh,
2: yeah, I heard yeah. good things about that one. It's yeah, great.
1: That's... Uh, I think there's there's maybe there's a reason behind that, and the mechanics from board games are easily more easily transferable to different themes. Yeah. Whereas yeah. video games, you can just criticize a video game because a bland third-person shooter that happens to take place in the world of James Cameron's avatar is just, you know, is just naff. Yeah. I think Whereas it's if also... you take a solid kind of mechanical framework of a board game and dress it up with good art and visuals, yeah. because you're less reliant on the world or the story, in a lot of I was cases, say, you know, yeah, it depends story, on the board the story game. story is but... the
0: biggest issue as well, isn't it? Mm. It's like, why why play the same thing I just watched? Exactly, yeah. Whereas in a board game, you don't really have as much of an issue with that. Do you? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um... No, I'm, as much as like it's easy to be sceptical, and I am somewhat sceptical by the fact that there are so many board games based on Dune. <laughs> like, we've been sent several of them, and mm. sometimes it's gotten to the point where I'm like, number one, either I'm confused, because I got one mixed up with the other, or where I'm like, wait, there's, a, there's this one? I didn't know about this one. So we got sent um, Dune Betrayal, which is not one I was aware of. Which is a social deduction game by Don Estridge, who did like uh, The Resistance, right? And oh, yeah. uh, Avalon as well. I'm
0: pretty convinced it's just going to be The Resistance with yeah, Junot. I mean, but... I'm fairly. <laughs> That's fine <human>. by me. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, The Resistance is really good. Like, um, I got a bit uh, disappointed actually because Matt was like, oh, we're being sent that new Don Estridge game. And I was like, oh right and then he was, oh no no the, the dune no 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 the, the like, other one
3: or the other there's
2: a other one. dune one yeah. first i was like there's a dune one and i was like oh okay no quest because i really want to play that but um yeah no uh, uh the ones i'm excited to kind of maybe get my hats on if it ever happens is um we've been sent two copies of dune i what was it game of conquest conquest and, and
1: diplomacy I think. cocaine, diplomacy. Planet. cocaine
2: <laughs> planet um there's that one there's um dune house secrets which is the portal games one that is based on the detective kind of franchise uh the detective a modern cry board game system mm-hmm. which sounds quite interesting because dune as a setting i think is is very interesting after watching the film last night I'm like, okay, I'm invested in this. Um, and the one Dune Imperium, which I still haven't managed to mm-hmm. get my hands on, because Direwolf continue to ignore me.
0: <laughs> is that the um, one that's a republish of the original?
2: No. You're
0: That's a game
1: of conquest and
0: diplomacy. Right, but there's also a chilled out version one. of that one now as well, right? That is that wait, one.
2: Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, it's the same what? game. So... <laughs> This is so yeah, Dune, yeah, yeah.
1: the board game, yes. released in yes. 1979 based on the book rather than the Lynch film, right. uh, went out of print for like 30 years, uh, is considered a classic, is a classic, it's a fantastic game, was finally it was reprinted remade. in 2019.
2: It was remade though, right? It was, so like it, was, fully...
1: it was reprinted in 2019, so it was basically the same game
0: mechanically with How new artwork
2: made adjustments to it
0: so <laughs> the Dune, audience a game if, of, if we're confused i'm very sorry <laughs> doing a game of conflict
1: and diplomacy which came out this year is the retooling of that original game so that's the one you're thinking of they've slimmed down the player count i think it's like uh, two to four players right but whereas also, the other yeah, one is there, best at like but four there five is six. a reprint yeah yeah there so is a it, reprint
2: yeah. there are the two
0: modern versions of that game one that yeah, is just yeah yeah you know, a one-to-one, There's one that... and one that's yeah. sort of, uh, like reimagined, one that's like simplified, but... basically. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, plays in, yeah, I think it plays in about an hour or two, whereas like doing the original is like
2: full on three,
1: four, five, six
2: hours. Like, like it's, it's long, levels, it's yeah.
1: it's incredible, and it is unbelievably harsh. Uh, it's similar to something like Diplomacy. Yeah, says, I've
2: seen the same, the, the same game. chat message. Yeah,
0: it says, <laughs> "Oh, you like Dune? Name every board game."
2: <laughs> the thing is, at this point, unless others have popped out of the woodwork, I probably could because of my job. <laughs> so, if anyone actually said that to me, I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, I can do that." There's a lot but of Dune going no, on. Dune Imperium is the debt-building game that was released last year, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's by Direwolf who make Clank, mm. which is a deck building game that I love. So I was like, Hello, Nurse, uh, not Plus <laughs> deck building game from uh, Clank creators. So I was on that as soon as it was announced. And I was like, going, I was sending messages to Direwolf saying, Direwolf, please, can you please send me sir. your coffee? Please, please I really want this game and then they just <laughs> ignored us so um yeah i don't know if i'm actually going to be able to get my hands on that but, i think it's um,
1: more widely available now the problem was at yeah. the time it was it had a limited release i think because of the pandemic we do have a, we have a review on website if people are interested yeah
2: if people are interested it was it was mostly positive i think there was yeah yeah i think it's it mostly positive because it, it, well. it, it it's a it's a deck building game with area control elements. Mm. And I actually have been really, really into deck building games that are like part of its deck building plus other bits. Because I kind of feel like the natural progression of deck building games has been this. It's like started with something like Dominion, which is like a classic old deck building game. And now they've developed to like, hey, deck building is just kind of part of this thing that that also complements it, like Clank, like Lost Ruins of Arnhaga, and like this game, like that. Just really does it for me, you know. But um, hey, Direwolf, if you're listening, <laughs> you know I'm I want to play it. But um, yeah, dunepocalypse Apocalypse is very much upon us, and um, yeah, no. Sorry,
0: I've I muted it on the stream. Don't worry. So no one heard. Um, But but then you all were silent. So it was was very confusing. confusing. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, I was like, "You calling Toto, baby?" Um, Right. Toto, baby. You could call him that. Yeah. um, Toto, baby. (laughs)
0: Hey. Oh, Um, Toto, baby. How's it going? (laughs) How's my favorite (laughs) cat?
2: (laughs) Um yeah uh yeah that's what i've been doing all right <laughs> 45 minutes in
1: well i think you've covered We've a all lot roughly playing yeah. mostly
2: the same thing i haven't
1: yeah. really played much else uh this week in terms of board games at least uh oh no I'll,
2: anime i could feel it coming it's I, I mean the I'm, hill.
1: I'm always watching anime we finished so, so i'm a spider so what this week uh, <laughs> that last episode is Bad. Uh, The budget clearly ran out. Anyway, look, you brought this up on me. Uh, I went back to World of Horror, which is a PC game recently. Oh yeah. Thinking about how they could make a really good Arkham Horror Files game like that that isn't that Mother's embrace game really bad. Oh god,
0: Mother's embrace. Um, But
1: World of Horror is just such an incredible game. It's like someone made the perfect game for me because it's basically Jeanjiito horror meets old I style know like, yeah, I know this PC game
2: I know this game I saw someone play it the yeah no, really I know good. this yeah. game. The it does so... have a really really interesting aesthetic yeah. and it is very Japanese horror which is something I've been interested in but never quite got into yet so um... yeah I wish
1: they would make an Arkham horror game like that because it's it's as close as you can get to something like an Arkham horror on the PC I think don't play Mother's Embrace it's bad uh yeah
0: and don't that's, it, but...
1: that's basically been my week wills what you been up to uh
0: so i played all of those party games uh we also me and uh did an escape room uh we went down we did yeah Uh, we went down to peer pressure uh to film the second ever episode of dice breakout uh with me and 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 uh that is actually it's premiering on saturday six o'clock gmt uh and we've actually got a trailer That you can watch. If you click on the me, you can watch a trailer for a little sneak peek. There's some weird which is very exciting. Zoe is (laughs) now boiling kettle. (laughs) Zoe has forgotten how podcasts work. Your mum's coming soon. Okay, well that's that's fine. We'll be done soon. Don't worry about it. It's all good.
1: special guest star. Special Special guest star. star.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What have you been playing, Zoe's (laughs) mum? What have you been playing, Zoe's (laughs) mum?
0: uh so yeah no we um yeah we did that which is very very cool yeah. that expect that to be coming out it's got a sort of like bomb shelter like the bombs are falling oh, kind of wow. vibe like you've got 60 yeah. minutes to get prepared uh for anyone who hasn't watched the first episode of dice breakout it is a show in which we try and beat the current record uh, escape rooms across <laughs> the world We've obviously only done two so far in A
1: concept that was always built for total success and yes. nothing else. Yeah,
0: always <laughs> success. Absolute, every absolute time. hubris going in. Like, we will smash the <laughs> But the, the thing is, here's, thing here what, here's the magic of it, Matt. One day we will actually do One it. One day we will. And it will genuinely be the And the, then the series ma- ends. The peak. Yeah.
2: You know? Matt, um, this is like golden balls.
0: No, Matt, oh, it's like wrestling, you know, you become balls. the world champion but it's like, can you retain the belt? Can he do it again? Mm. You know, there's no, no so much like, storytelling there. Yeah. It's
2: like golden balls because people rarely win in that game, but when they do, it's like, Whoa Oh, I thought
0: you meant because they had to
1: take it off air because someone just <laughs> someone broke, broke the, it.
0: the
2: <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, we'll break we'll break one of the We'll break, break your escape room.
0: room, invite us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also this weekend, the pay per view that I've been waiting for for my entire wrestling life which is about two years um no it's not even that is it <laughs> it's about a year and a half yeah. probably uh AEW full gear is uh this weekend we're doing a watch party which i'm very very excited for because we're going to go see the anxious millennial cowboy hangman adam page win the AEW heavyweight championship hopefully um well
2: it's not toto is he yeah gonna toto's, toto's
0: gonna have a big belt right Whoa, here look very
2: at that <laughs> you just yeah, don't know I have... what to
0: do do you mate
2: <laughs> Uh, for the last like 10 seconds or so. Mm-hmm. I've had absolutely no idea what you said. But uh, I'm happy for you. you Watching wrestling. It's it's
0: like uh it's it's a pay-per-view event. They do like four a year and they're always like a, a big deal.
2: Pay-per-view. Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. So the way you said it
0: paper <laughs> made it sound like
2: you were saying pay-per-view yeah. and I was like, it's what one is of those that? it's
0: one of those shows where you print it off at home
2: yeah and you're like oh this print is exciting wrestling like,
0: you, you do the thing where you, you, you pull, pull them out pull it, yeah
2: yeah the thing the you're doors. like oh there's like a wrestling thing going on. um uh, but yeah no that's
0: very exciting um yeah so we've got some friends over to join us for that uh and yeah that was pretty much me this week uh i I'm going to play a lot more Cheating Moth, hopefully, as well. Mm.
2: Yeah, we love a
0: bit Cheating Moth. Um, yeah,
1: well, right. that, I think that's everything. Look at that. Tightly in the hour. Let's Let's roll on over to this week's news. By the way, uh, I forgot to mention this at the top of the show. For those watching live, which you can do every Friday from 2pm BST, uh, we have had some email trouble with our podcast email, which is podcastdicebreaker.com. But don't email that right now because it's not working. and hasn't yeah, worked for a few days, we've discovered. So if you've got any questions and you're watching along live, please drop them in the chat because yeah, I didn't them. actually manage to pull any this week because we've been very busy. And then I looked at the inbox and went, oh, uh, this isn't working as it should be. So uh, yes, please drop them in the chat. Um, yeah. But hopefully by the time folks listen to this uh, on catch up or the audio version, that email should be fixed again. Uh, we just had a slight tech hiccup where everything vanished into the void
0: for a bit. Uh, all right, let's get in to this week's before, news. Before we start the news very oh. quickly, I just want to point out, Nathaniel Levy says, Pay-per-view wrestling, you make the card and pick the winners. This has to be a roll-and-write at some good. point. Someone make pay-per-view wrestling a roll-and-write game, please. Thank you
2: That'd very be much. great, Thanks, yeah. Man.
0: And also, we record this podcast live every Friday, 2pm BST. So if you want to come and join in the live chat, Come have a little say. Ask us a question. Yeah. If you don't want to email yeah. us, then uh, uh, come on over and join us. But let's there's, a, there's Get some there, news.
1: a there must be a good pun in card uh, for those not in wrestling speak. Card is like who's who, yeah it's the who's event. like yeah who's, yeah who's who's, who's, who's matching who's up against who, who is a card like yeah. there's got to be a cardboard thing or card game or something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. News oh, time. Oh, no,
2: it's anime again. <laughs> it's, look, wrestling yes, and finally anime are I basically understand, the same Mian. thing.
1: They are almost as effectively the same thing. Mm. Uh, yeah. there is, by the way, there is an anime about a wrestler who heads out to destroy monsters and then decides that he's actually going to open a pet shop and adopt them all instead. There, uh, well, there's,
0: there's uh, in New <laughs> Japan Wrestling, there's Tiger Mask, who mm. was originally a manga character and they made it into a real wrestler and they passed the they mask did. along uh, through the generations. Yeah. So you never oh, know wow. who it is, but it's always Tiger Mask.
2: Do they? Can they live a life outside of that? Is it like? Is it? Is it no. like the Grey Fox from Oblivion? The Grey like, Fox. They the mask, <laughs> once they put the mask, once they put the mask on, they cannot. They cannot be recognised for anything else. But yep. well, you got the.
0: got to keep it kayfabe, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. The gray, The Grey Fox would be great at kayfabe. Uh, anyway, the news.
2: <laughs> the yeah, news. news.
0: <laughs> uh, Alex Mian
2: Hello.
3: Yeah.
1: Would you like to tell us about this new game? From the creator of mice and mystics
2: oh my goodness matt jarvis i haven't been able to sleep because all i can think about is this new game from the creator of mice- <laughs> <laughs> so uh, sincerity is what people come to us <laughs> for i could have been sincere you don't know you could have been uh, uh, <laughs> yeah no sorry uh very serious now um jerry Sub- hawthorne Designer of Mice and Mystics and Stuffed Tales, which are two games I've not played, but I've heard a good stuff about. I've
0: played uh, the first Mice and Mystics, mm. uh, and it's it's like it's a it's a dungeon crawler. Like it's mm. yeah. <laughs> you you kind of know what you get. It's got it's got like a storybook vibe. So you like you read out a story and then you play the mission. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, it was obviously came out a while ago, so it's still like it's it seems quite generic now. But I think at the time it was quite. You know, it's quite Ooh. big, yeah. Hmm.
2: Um, well, this looks like a new game <laughs> called Familiar Tales. Uh, it's also got animals in it, but they are wizard familiars. Uh, so there's like a fox and like a fairy and a frog person, which is the one I want to play um, as. <laughs>
1: I knew it was coming, yeah. Yeah,
2: uh, and they are tasked with looking after um, a princess whose family has been brutally murdered. <laughs> uh, <Wow>. uh, <laughs> and, uh, kids she's... are going to love
0: this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids
2: are going to love it. <laughs> we got to uh, get
0: more brutal family murder in for the kids. <laughs>
2: uh, and so she's like the, the heir to the throne, so they have to protect her because monarchy. Uh, and so not only will you be battling terrible evil forces that are trying to get her, uh, you are also going to be teaching her about the world uh and what is right and what is wrong mm. so you're going to be like, like, that, like
0: um that title uh, milo from uh peter Molyneux.
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that he was also in the air to the throne peter monolu was was teaching, peter
0: Molyneux teaching the, him. The yeah mad, <laughs> mad uncle on the throne yeah you do not want <laughs> him to be teaching
2: you anything um yeah no uh he only has love for digital dogs um <laughs> No, in this game, you'll be like making decisions, which will then be reflecting on what the the princess will kind of think of, like how how I should do things and stuff. So it's a little bit like Bioshock Two or yeah, really
1: decided Maybe,
2: um, but yeah, it's probably nothing like that. But you have like an app, so instead of using the book to read the story, you have the app where you can like. Listen to the story or read it, and there's like full on voice acting. There's like a soundtrack that's going to go with the app as well. Um, you have like skill decks that you can customize throughout the game for your character, and then at the end, you basically win by like having the princess be put on the throne. But then, (gasps) what kind of world have you created depending on what you've taught the princess? So, if you've like if you're like, we're going to go into this candy store and steal all this <laughs> stuff. And then the princess is like, oh, okay. Oh, something. stealing
0: is good. Hey,
2: yeah, stealing is good. That's, those are
0: some actual quotes in the game, by the way. That's yeah, the, actual... yeah exclusive preview here yeah, on Dice We're glad to announce that Alex Meehan will be voice acting all of the characters. <laughs> oh, can you imagine that? <laughs> the character, uh, the candy store grabber.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. You can hit me up, um, flat hat. Plaid Hat mm. are publishing this. Um, yeah,
1: newly independent Plaid Hat, and I will say, yeah. like, I think will, Wills is the most kind of uh, anti-app. anti-app. I was literally about to I'll say it. I'm not a fan. Here we um, go. Yeah. but Plaid Hat did Forgotten Waters mm. last year. Um, yeah, I think but it was the first game after, after they after they escaped the gravitational pull of Asmode Yeah. yeah. Uh, and went independent again. And Forgotten Waters is incredible, and the app is really good. And I will say the voice acting in the app and the writing is. Like some of the best I think I've seen in a board game, like it's not I mean, just uh, kind of like writing that just does the job and you move on. It's genuinely funny, it's really well kind of voiced. Matt, it uh, could have so been better I, I have if to they this.
2: hired me the like voice seer <laughs> rather
1: than Christopher Sabat, a uh, professional yeah. voice actor, uh among others who are in that app.
2: I mean, I could be professional
0: <laughs> all you it know. takes is one person hire you. <laughs> give me That's a suit
2: true, yeah <laughs> <laughs> give me a suit and i'll be professional so
1: yeah i'm 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 intrigued by this i think plaid, mm. hat, plaid hat have a really really good track record i'm not super familiar myself with mice mystics or stuff Fables, but i know people
0: really like them yeah uh, people jerry yeah stuff a, a lot of love didn't yeah and, and yeah i think my Mystics and... is one of those sort of classics for for family games as well like it's mm. it's the one that i know a lot of people play with their kids
2: and it's nice that like jerry is still like i'm gonna make games for you plaid hat even though you're independent mm. yeah. so uh, it's good to see that they're still because we want to support independent
0: we do and i uh, i think plaid hat have been killing it recently like yeah, yeah i'm, re- yeah, I'm really glad with well. the the stuff they've been put out it's obviously yeah. obviously summoner wars is there yeah experience.
1: well i think the the digital stuff is actually where they've been really leading the pack as well like the digital version of summoner wars is really yep. good it's right. got really interesting kind of um format for it like say the Forgotten Waters app, and also the remote play app that let you play Forgotten yeah, Waters that's with great. a single copy over the internet, yeah, worked really, really well because that's how my friends and I played. Mm. So yeah, I've really, I've really high hopes that yeah, something like that will probably do hat. a really good job of it. And the so, the I'm artwork for that. this
2: game looks looks really lovely as well. So um yeah, right, yeah. okay. So that uh, was that news. Matt Jarvis, tell us about Pokemon.
1: I will uh, quickly Angel B asks whether it's Christopher Christopher Sabat of uh, who voiced Vegeta and in, in Dragon Ball Z. Yes, it is that Christopher oh, wow. Sabat no is one wonder. of the voice actors right in now. Forgotten Waters. No uh, wonder.
2: That's not the one that says it's over ten thousand of them, right?
1: Yeah, uh, I think 000. you mean it's yeah, over nine thousand, but actually in the original manga,
0: uh, it's over eight thousand oh and John Why John did I... I corrected.
2: Why did I say anything? You're right. It's the
0: original manga that everyone quotes as a meme. Uh, (laughs)
1: Yes. So Pokemon, a very quick uh, bit of a FYI here. So they announced a while back there is a new Pokemon trading card game app in the works called Pokemon TCG Live. Uh, So there is Pokemon TCG Online, uh, which is the existing one, which (laughs) is, I think, only on PC. It's not on mobile. Um, so Pokemon TCG Live will be on mobile, it is kind of, you know, it's it's really bringing that app up to speed If anyone's played the uh, current app, it does feel like an app that was made about 10 yeah. years ago
2: the it feel, thing it is, feels like thing is, it worked, is what it feels it worked like. fine, but the presentation of it is awful, and it breaks a lot So, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad to see that they're putting a new one out But what what's happened to it, Matt Jarvis? It's
1: been delayed until next year uh, oh, no. which, yeah, so to quote, provide trainers with a more polished experience, <laughs> uh, which basically means, hey, it's not done yet. We need to push it back. Yeah, yeah. It's um,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, you'll just have to spend another year fighting against clip art, I'm afraid. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: So they haven't um, specified when next year. They haven't, I don't think they've even given like a, a quarter uh, that it might come out in. So it could be towards the start of the year, it could be later on. Yeah. I don't think they've confirmed whether it will see a, like a beta release or an alpha release because uh, magic the gathering arena had a beta release i think for about a year before it officially came out um but i will say that it looks really promising isn't that as someone that's kind of into pokemon i'm not hugely invested in the card game i think partly just because i don't go out and buy loads of cards and don't have the time to sift through them this looks like the kind of thing i could get into and a big part of that is the fact that they've orientated the screen vertically, so you don't have to turn your phone sideways, like every other card game app. Mm. You can actually just play it holding your phone as you normally you would. You don't have as much a small but major thing thin
0: Pokemon either, though, do you? Because you only ever have one creature out. Yeah, you've also got Pokemon. like a, a bench, but you can. You've got a
2: bench, yeah, yeah. But I think it's you, one you, that those... wouldn't work
0: with magic because you'd have like a whole <laughs> row of things.
2: Yeah, and also like I think hands. From my experience, your hand is never is rarely as big. Yeah, rarely gets as big as some like magic decks do. So, mm. um, because because you can play as many Pokemon as you like, for example, onto the bench like on your turn you're not i think you can right you can play as many pokemon as you like on your bench right
1: i think you can have up to six but you can no uh,
2: but i mean like oh one yeah turn, in one turn can, yeah like, yeah play them on. so yes. like you're not gonna have five Zubats in your hand at any point
1: <laughs> yeah you want those
2: Zubats on the bench damn it and <laughs> i don't think uh, gonna come gold bats or why
1: yeah and i don't think you really build decks around card drawers you can do in magic so like you say you just it's never that often that you have you're a any, hand yeah. full of cards they're, acc- they're occasional training cards that do it
2: the only thing you really want to worry about is, is energy sort mm. of energy flow, let's call it. Um that I'm trying to be vaguely technical, but like <laughs> yeah, having a good regular source of energy is a good idea, but there are plenty of cars that can help you get that. So
1: it's for life, really. I wish yeah, I had a regular supply of energy.
2: Yeah, because you wanna do a flamethrower, right, Matt?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I need to do my V move. You Um... your V
2: move, yeah. Right,
1: Matt Jarvis was his
2: last story.
1: Before we, yeah, this was just a quick one because I thought it was very cool, Uh, but me and you spotted this This thing from Friend this of the site, Spencer is the Stark. It's the best thing
0: that's ever happened to the RPG. Playing
1: Blades in the Dark, an RPG that we like very much, with Beyblades, yeah, which, with Beyblades. when you just put it all together into Beyblades in the Dark, is just. Spencer mwah, Stark is a mwah.
0: person we like very much as well, so. Yeah, yes.
2: disclaimer from Wheels Spencer Stark is your friend friendo. Yes, we're having
0: a VR date next week. I'm very excited. Oh, don't. Um, <laughs> I love Spencer Stark with all my heart. Yeah, um, uh, Spencer yeah, Stark. Yeah, this is incredible.
2: Designer of Alice is Missing, which has won multiple many awards, yeah. um, and pr- a producer on Critical Role. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, last like I think it was last week or something, I just saw like Spencer put a tweet out um, about this game, this hack that they had made called Beyblades in the Dark. It's
1: just incredible. Like, when you see okay. it on paper you're just like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know well, what else? Was
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and um, there's actually uh, on the Article. There's the embedded tweet where you can actually like watch them like. Let it rip, Beyblades. Let it rip. Please, let yeah. it rip. Please, um, yeah. It's Beyblades. It <laughs> uh, for those who may not know what a Beyblade is.
0: How dare you! First and foremost. <laughs> Firstly, how
2: dare. They, uh, they are a toy that was Spinning particularly tops. popular in yeah. the in the UK and the US, probably in the early 2000s. I think they're still going, as far as I oh, know. Oh, I believe so. Yeah. Um, but. I remember them being in schoolyards, schoolyard like when mm. I was a kid. Until and they were banned um, for our banned school anyway. They because them because they people were just spinning bits
1: of plastic and metal. <laughs> so
2: into people's we... eyeballs. Yeah, so. no,
0: we we literally had a kid shoot a Beyblade into someone else's face and that was the last straw <laughs> for our school.
2: Yeah. Um, kids will find a way to make something violent. But, um, no, uh, and there was actually like an anime and a manga as well uh, for it. But, um... Spencer, I reached out to Spencer to say, well, what is this? Tell me more. Uh, and they came back to me with all this lovely information. Um, you can read all of it on the article, and I recommend you read the article because it's very good. Because Spencer kind of explains how it works in the context of the game. Essentially, they, uh, Blades in the Dark is a very good RPG by John Harper. And usually you roll um, a collection of dice uh, before you start, your mission, you're, you're doing heists. Roles. The engagement role, where you kind of decide what situation you're sort of you're sort of getting it's, into, isn't it? like Yeah, because you, you start
0: everything in Bays of the Dark happens like immediately, so you don't like, oh, you turn up at the, at the door, let's start yeah. the thing. You are like, already doing in, the heist. In the heist, you, yeah. Uh, so your engagement role is basically like how well it has <laughs> the, gone until now.
2: The, the next Lin-Manuel Miranda musical in the heist. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> resist it. Uh, but the Beyblade battles, as they're known, <laughs> that's what Spencer called them, uh, replaces the normal sort of dice roll for the engagement roll, and it was really clever. Like they replaced, essentially, they they kind of had a dice represent like this is this dice roll area, this is this dice roll like range, and then whichever one was like, oh, okay, that's the situation. But. Um, yeah, they also, I didn't include this in the article because it kind of felt felt like it didn't quite fit, but um, they did tell me that apparently, uh, this is actually one of the players, um, they told me they were apparently just at a party and someone turned up oh. with like a briefcase. Oh, nice.
1: 100% what I aspire to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: that is, that is what you just want to be. the confidence
1: they... to rock up to a party, briefcase <laughs> full of ba- yeah,
2: like yeah, attache turn...
1: case.
2: They turned up with a briefcase, and at first <laughs> everyone was like,
0: Forty Seven <laughs> 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 case you'd assume has a sniper rifle in it, but is actually yeah." No, blades. at first
2: everyone was like, "Oh, what's in that? I wonder what it could be." A wink. Mm. Uh, and then they, op- the person who brought it, opened it up, but it was mm. full of Beyblades. Yes. And then they just started playing Beyblades, and <gasps> everyone was like, "This is the best." And good. then I think. Someone, the, the same person who told me that information, was like, "Oh, they just made. They just suddenly, while well, they were deciding what uh, RPG they wanted to play next, one of them just said Beyblades in the dark, and then they were <laughs> like." Oh, this is Incredible. and Spencer was like I couldn't stop thinking about it I'd have to do <laughs>
1: How it. Could Right, he? yeah oh <laughs> I God. I imagine them also just the baby legs like nestled into ve- like
0: velvet line. Yeah, yeah, velvet it's it's like, like velvet sunk in into the... each like, I think... special. like a warhammer army <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. I
2: think Spencer actually sent me like an image of the briefcase <laughs> And uh, I can share it with you guys if you want. But um, it's it's felt it looks like there's like proper foam lining. In we there can there maybe use it as that.
1: the once when we put this up uh, live offers. Let's use it as the uh, the artwork. Mm. Uh,
2: yeah, it's very good. Uh, but yeah, you should really read that article to get the full kind of story. It's very it's just a ro- lovely fun little news. Mm. This is not an official thing. It's literally something that Spencer to yeah. do as fun, and you can do it yourself by like following the rules listed in the article and. You can. Uh, the fun thing is they played the battles on like a full map of Duskfall, which is the city <laughs> that the, the RPG takes place in. You can download for free a map that will serve as like that kind of. You print blade. it out and then mm. you can play. You just need Beyblades. I don't know where you get those from. You can uh, get toys. them. On, toys R You, yeah, us, you can find Amazon. On
0: them. You can get them. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> The fact that you said you can do this at home made me think of the alternative where as like, these are licensed Beyblade professionals. Do not try yeah. this at home. Please don't try this
2: at home. <laughs> you will you will fire a Beyblade into someone's eye. And <laughs> get it banned from uh, your
0: high school. <laughs> yeah, I will also
2: say, funnily enough, that one of the person who played this hack was ah. <laughs> uh, from who, who, who was a dungeon master for Critical Role spin-off. Quiddy series in his Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh Quiddy, who is now doing Adventure Zone <laughs> spin-off yeah. as well. So uh, there you go. all roads lead back to all a bridge. Bay <laughs> Bayblade is <laughs> it up. Yeah. Um right.
0: so there you go. Read
2: the nice. article, it's fun.
1: Yeah. speaking of reading articles, I'm gonna give a few quick shout outs for other things you should go and read over on dicebreaker.com. Uh, we had a preview of Yaziba's bed and breakfast, which is the new game from the folks Looks behind Wonder Home. Yeah. Uh, austin taylor wrote up a very interesting uh preview that kind of compared it to things like spirited away it's like got some legacy game stuff in there where you unlock things with stickers there's a bit of moomins it it sounds really wonderful
2: moomins Um, yeah a bit of moomins
1: a bit of foster's home for imaginary kids yeah oh my goodness i can't believe
2: you just you can't believe you just referenced that it is it's It is actually over
0: 8,000. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: oh yes, my but goodness. you should go and read that. Uh, mean, you wrote a piece on Critical Role and how you it feel is. about it at the, at the <laughs> eve of the, the third campaign. Uh, Chase, our wonderful news reporter, of course, uh, spoke with United Paizo Workers, which is the, the first union, mm. or one of the first unions in the tabletop RPG industry um, in the wake of the allegations over at Paizo, the Pathfinder and Starfinder RPG publisher. Um, We also have Cailin Ellis, who wrote about alignments in D&D and why you should maybe consider using them, even though they might have some flaws and a lot of people don't really use them nowadays. They can have some interesting like world building elements uh, and can be useful if your players agree to them. So go and check all that out over on Dicebreaker.com. Also, hey, do you like watching us? Do you like pretending <laughs> to talk of us from behind a screen maybe you'd like to join us actually you know on one of these podcasts well good news because uh, we're actually hiring we're looking for someone to come and join Liv and Wills over on the video team well, I didn't junior... know where you're
0: going with this I thought we were going to do live yeah. audience like contributions or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not yet uh,
1: but we're looking for a junior video producer Uh, to come and join the video team and the whole team as well because we all do all the video stuff for points Uh, so yeah we're looking for someone the the main thing to highlight with this is that you don't need to have loads of video producer experience we're looking for someone to come in who's just really passionate kind of has a lot to say has a lot of kind of potential to grow and learn on the job it's not something where you need to have been producing tv shows for the last 10 years anything like that you Mm. should come yeah just if you you if you got a lot to say about board games and tcgs and rpgs and hey you think it might be fun to work with us come and
2: yeah apply because we'd love to hear from you also highlight that it is a local position yes um so if you're in the us unless you're willing to move it out to the UK. sunny Brighton. Brighton, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll also
0: say we're aware that um, that makes it difficult for some folks to apply, but unfortunately, given that we make videos in the studio about board games, it's one of those jobs that is unfortunately kind of limited based on how much you can be in the office. So we're looking for someone who can can relocate or already lives nearby enough to commute. Um, But as we said before, Uh, We want to hear from Marginalized Voices, we want uh, people who have have not had a a job in this industry before to give it a go, Uh, Liv had literally never made a video before, before she joined us, we will teach you how to make video, the most important thing is you love board games, you love talking about them, and you like being on camera, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah and
2: also you can
0: railroad
2: this podcast
0: completely <laughs> off the
2: track and that uh, you can tease matt jarvis about liking anime yeah
0: yeah if you like
1: anime that's you know, more of get, a benefit than a requirement
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah seriously like if if you're thinking oh i'd love to do that but i'm not but sure I, if it's quite right yeah. for me i really like board games but Please like apply. just get in touch honestly yeah we would just love to hear from you you don't need to have any experience like we've been yeah, saying you I just love... need to yeah just need to be super passionate and like yeah, like the promise for talent because we'll mm. we'll be there to support you through. So so yeah. if you head yeah. over to the website you can find more information and how to apply.
2: Do it. Yeah, yeah, we want we wanna see that.
1: Come and join us. Hey, it's pretty fun. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's good. As, yeah. As Smash Mouth once said, you won't shine if you don't glow.
1: Exactly. <laughs> These lot are all right, you know. Been...
0: <laughs> hey now, you're a dice <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Get, Get you your ball game on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Right. Right. Let's 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 do it. Yeah, we've really really
2: to talk
1: about. It's time. Yeah. let like yeah. I know that this podcast has been a lot of fun up to this point. Yes. Got very, a very serious, very point serious. To make. Right. yeah. Um, we have so... a m- m-
2: memorial to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but, in, and... in memorandum of yeah.
1: original Happy Salmon uh which uh sadly they announced this week um Exploding Kittens which oh, acquired... oh, Sorry, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> So exploding kittens, it's all
3: right, Will. It's all the, right.
1: The company behind exploding kittens uh, and Fro Fro Burrito and other other games of that ilk, uh, ilk. revealed this week their new version of Happy Salmon, uh, the game, the party game, which we've spoken about before that we played yesterday on the stream. Uh, that was originally published by Northstar Games, and Exploding Kittens acquired it over the summer and said, "Hey, we're going to re-release this. We're going to make some minor revisions. Uh, give it." I think they said something like an exploding kittens twist um and they've now revealed this and it's it's basically the same game yeah. except it's not so,
2: yeah so tell me the bad news yeah come on
1: the gameplay is basically the same i think they've introduced a new free player <laughs> variant um but shockingly controversially
2: rip off the band-aid matt
1: they've got rid of the fish uh, they've got rid of the fish bag one of the fish the same. bag The best things about happy salmon which is an incredible game i would say one of the best party games of all time one of the best Uh,
0: board game containers in the entire industry yeah yeah. it's fabric fabric fish Uh, and they just they've
1: just stuck it in a normal kind of cardboard box with an exploding kittens
0: looking art style uh, yeah it's just Makes me sick Fish of that, on it. honestly. It's
2: sick of oh.
0: that. Sick to my teeth. Your video is frozen, by the way, Matt. Which is yeah,
2: funny. this is interesting.
0: Mm, you've both frozen for me. You've got. You, oh, no. You've frozen in the position your face should be yeah. making when you're talking about this horrible act where they've ruined. Yeah. Uh, you just seven. Look
2: disgusted. Oh. Matt Jarvis has been ejected from the podcast. Oh, oh
0: there we Oh, no. Oh, oh Matt, you you're in the wrong. It. You're Alex Meehan now. I'm
1: sorry. I don't know what happened there. Wills, you disappeared. Me and you froze. And Then it was just me talking to myself. I've no idea if you could hear me or
2: we could hear you. Oh, strange. In the ether, yeah, yeah, you wow. were just doing
1: this. I was just adelling it. Uh, <laughs> all right, now
2: you're me. You've stolen my identity. Yeah, I'm sorry. Good. Now, now
1: I'm Alex. <laughs> like, no, you're you strike
0: Alex. one Alex this, down. Yeah, and the other second Alex is up for grabs. Matt's uh, <laughs> making a play for it. <laughs> uh,
1: God so but yeah well, no. you could hear me anyway apologies if i was speaking over the top of you because i didn't know i'm going to move this cap from off my table um yes they've they've <laughs> taken uh, happy salmon out of the fish bag and into a normal cardboard box
2: Normal boring and box.
1: i'll be honest it's it's pretty disappointing um you know the fish is a big part of the the fun of that game it really just sums up that game at a glance because it's yeah. a fabric fish
2: the and happy you know looking you're fish. in for a good
1: time it's yeah. a happy salmon. it's a happy salmon it really yeah. is yeah now and you'll be like a happy a salmon. Place.
2: You'll be a happy salmon too when you play it. That's, <laughs> mm. that's what it's telling you. But the now, when tagline. I look at when I look at that box, yeah. I'm like, I don't feel happy at all. No, I, I don't feel, feel like a salmon neither. Upset,
1: the well-known phrase "as happy as a salmon" yeah. Uh, yeah, no longer applies. So for this week's segment, we decided let's talk about other versions of games that you know, we claim to maybe improve them, mm. um but actually just weren't as good as the original, weren't gonna, as good as the I'm original gonna name version.
0: this segment for you, Matt, which is a thing we haven't done for a while. Uh, Let's do it. Ruined by the reprint. Mm. That's, That's good. good. I, yeah, like that. I like that. Thanks very much. Mm. Available now uh, for branding uh, as a consultant. <laughs> so yeah, if
1: you've, uh, folks in the chat, if you've got your own
3: yeah suggestions
1: we'd love to hear them but for now let's uh has anyone got one that immediately comes to mind as a game that just it doesn't need to be a complete travesty but you know maybe it just
0: just lost some of that magic i'm delighted to announce that uh with Mm. lodi's sad departure we no longer have to talk about camel up so we can just immediately just throw that one out the window
2: Exception to the rule
0: anyway because the second edition's better anyway
2: yep (laughs) (laughs) thank you Oh. Oh,
1: Matt, what's that? Matt, no I one was, to complain. <laughs> Matt,
0: I was so close to getting rid of it But you're absolutely wrong um, <laughs> No, but whatever, anyway uh, Camelot's pretty, pretty uh, uh, tenuous anyway What, what I want to talk about is um, Something that has actually been rectified Which I talked about earlier um, There was a time where Summoner Wars was killed mm. And they tried to replace it with a spiritual successor That's Called so um, Crystal Clans Which Ooh. was just Nowhere near as good. <laughs> it's yeah, it's not a terrible game. It's
1: I not I liked it, but good. It's, yeah, I don't I, think. Admittedly, I played it before I played Summoner Wars, and mm. having now played Summoner Wars, it's like yeah, it's not. It's not Summoner Wars. The
0: sad thing was, it was like it had like the bones of Summoner Wars. Like it had like the sort of the cards that you put on a grid. It had uh, the fun factions. The artwork was was lovely. I will say, like the the artwork on the factions was amazing in in Crystal Clans um especially the b knights uh were very oh. good um but uh crystal clans was was literally it was like it was like uh playing the corpse of my favorite game <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never saying. it was very Can't upsetting and yeah i i that was that was the thing that jumped in my head which is why i thought it'd be a good segment it's just i feel like there are some games that they get re-released, and I think the spirit of the original just gets completely taken out of them. Mm. Which, which is my that is oh, to, to get your tail out of the camera, for <laughs> God's sake, boy! Um, that's that's my biggest complaint about the box art on Camlap is the fact that I don't think it has the same like fun kid game spirit that it had, uh, and I think that's what's happened with with um, with our beloved mm. beloved Happy Salmon Happy as well.
2: Happy Salmon, I can't yeah. I can't
0: hang that box off a lanyard, can I? Take yeah. of packs and then have an impromptu game with our fan meetup. Can I? Can't do that.
2: Wills, you'd look ridiculous. I
0: would. I would look ridiculous. Them, Just like the people game would ridiculous. point
2: and laugh yeah. at you.
0: <laughs> They'd throw instead rotten of, fruit at me.
2: <laughs> yeah, instead of being like, "Oh yay, here comes Happy Sabbath," I'd be like, "Who's this idiot?" Del- hmm.
0: David Gillum has um, said, "Sheriff of Nottingham." I haven't seen the yeah, new edition.
2: Um,
1: Ooh,
0: I've heard this. The other, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've I've seen the new edition. Uh, and no, I agree. I don't like it as much as the original. Oh, Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They've gone for an extremely cartoony style. It's kind of the same... Um,
0: like, it's got the same face as the original I, Sheriff of yeah. Nottingham, Sheriff. But just really, like... oh, Really uncanny like, valley, he, almost. Yeah, and...
2: yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to check your apples. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the original Sheriff of Nottingham artwork i'm like that's pretty good it's great uh, yeah it's really good yeah yeah this one i'm not so not so keen on either um i will say when reprints don't stray too far from the original uh uh and they give the game a new lease of life then i'm like okay i'm hmm. on board with this because it is such like a crying shame <laughs> When uh, a game just does not get picked up again for print, yeah, it just goes out of print and you never I'd rather, see it again. Rather it be like, ugly
0: than dead, absolutely. Yeah, I'd Ooh.
2: rather it be ugly than dead. Like, although what's happened to Happy Salmon is, is almost worse than death. Well, but, um, I mean,
0: that's you know they've they've dressed up a, a corpse as what they've done isn't yeah. It? It's like um, a, it's like Danny DeVito in <laughs> in that Always Sunny episode where he gets his makeup done by a mortician.
2: <laughs> um yeah no, um, my pick for this is um so <laughs> there is a game mm-hmm. that I like quite a bit, yeah, called Shadow Hunters
0: ah, yeah, I saw this coming anime spiral
2: yeah, uh, so Shadow Hunters is a game that was created by a Japanese designer uh and released by Zedman, I believe, and this is a game that is very weird. Um, almost bad but good <laughs> in the sense that um, It's like a
0: B-movie.
2: Yeah, it's like a B-movie in the sense that B-movie. Or B movie. <laughs> all the B-movie, yeah. Uh, yes. In the sense that it it that it's kind of a bit broken like Betrayal in the sense that the mechanics themselves aren't foolproof. Uh, but it, there's a lot of random elements uh, and sometimes you will just die for no fault of your own. <laughs> and that but that's just how it rolls baby that's how the cookie crumbles in shadow hunters uh but it's all part of the experience and this is the game that i fell in love with and then shared with my friends and they fell in love with it initially their reaction to it was this is stupid and then the more the more they played it the more they came around i never got past that stage (laughs) this is stupidly good uh and but the theme of shadow hunters and one of the reasons why i was initially kind of drawn to it was um, it? it's like an anime. I know as much as I say, complain about Matt Jarvis talking about anime, but um, it has a very sort of distinctive look to it where it's like, uh, here are the good guys, they're the hunters, here are the bad guys, they're the shadows, and then you've got neutral characters in between. And like the, some of those character designs, some of the character designs are really icky. Uh, other ones are like, Really, kind of stupid and weird and great. The thing um, is that so there's like you, you say, hello, yeah. you
0: know, as you you derided Matt for his anime opinions, but I think yeah. it's common knowledge that you do love hot anime boys.
2: I do love hot anime boys. I will, and hot anime girls as long as they're,
1: including if they're half snail. <laughs> yeah, <if they're
2: laughs> half snail.
1: Yeah. <laughs> don't I love bring that up. We That's don't right, have time to go adorable. into the snail yeah, visual yeah,
3: Um... But,
2: um, no, um, there are a lot of hot anime girls in it that I'm like, I'm not hugely into that because of the proportions of their body. Hmm. Uh, But there are some really great stupidly designed characters in it, including a guy who's just like basically Gus from Berserk. (laughs) That's basically what he is. Uh, There's also just a man who is just, I love money. Uh, There's a, there's a, a lich essentially there are characters that look like they come from a completely different world that have been put in with these other characters, and they're like, this works, this is great. Um, and I just think it's all part of the charm of it. Uh, if people want to know what it is, it's a search deduction game sort of, but then there are elements of you roll these dice and you go to this area sort of, and then you kind of do this thing, and there's an obtuse thing that you can, you pick up a card and it just says you are injured, and you're like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um... Uh, but yeah, there's this game, and it apparently, and I did not know this, it went out of print for like a while, or at least it wasn't easily available. I was lucky enough to pick this up several years ago from a board game cafe where I played it, and I was like, well, oh, they've got a copy, I'll buy it. Apparently, they are now quite rare. Mm. Uh, I did not know this um, because Z Man essentially stopped printing it. Uh, and now it's really hard to get that copy, that version. However, there is, and I was recently informed of this, a new version of the game called Fangs
0: <laughs> uh,
2: by Cosmos. Great name,
0: lads. Great name, not out of the park. <laughs> um,
2: and it, if you look at the front cover, holy hell! Yeah, this looks like something out of buff, straight out of Buffy. Pound Shop mixed Twilight with, is
0: what I call it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Pound, you said Pound Shop Twilight. I said Buffy mixed with Blade. Mixed with interview with a vampire. Mixed with um oh my god, what's that really bad vampire show? The what the Southern the Southern one. True Blood. True Blood. Oh, it has true vampires as well. So essentially trashy vampire it upset this... so many fandoms
1: Did... all at once.
2: Is... Wasn't the original
0: so endearing to you because it was trashy though?
2: But it was trashy in a unique way. This one's just trashy in a very generic, like, okay, I've seen this. It was kind like of it was Yeah, it was. It was just weird. And yeah. this is this is just like. Okay, vampires. And also, oh, look, another social deduction game with vampires and werewolves <laughs> and humans. I've never seen one of those <laughs> before. Uh, come on, it's just such a boring theme because we've seen it before so many times in these kind of games. And essentially, it looks like it's werewolves versus vampires versus humans. And presumably, the humans maybe are the neutral characters. That's what I'm guessing the vampires and the werewolves that kind of find each other. but um, and also the tagline is deduce, deceive, destroy, or die. <laughs> like
0: I think it definitely loses something when you pronounce it <laughs> deduce
2: <laughs> <De-doo.
0: laughs>
2: um, well, yeah, looking at like, you know that the spiral board wheels mm. it's just gone. It's, it's just gone now, like a that's it's the, the only, only thing i remember up. about that game yeah it's just, it's just standard oh, goes right. up one. oh no sorry
0: there's a second thing i remember about that game which is all the players are represented by for some reason the first letter of their name on the board yeah it's yeah yeah very it's confusing story,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> very confusing because there are characters with the same the same letter yeah yeah <laughs> but you just gotta deal with it well i'm yeah. afraid uh, the art yeah, I'm looking at some of the components of the artwork. It's so boring. Like Oxana's Heart? What who wants to go there? I wanna to go to the graveyard land. I don't want to go to Oxana's heart. Um and the artwork just looks really boring and rubbish. So are you um,
0: Matt. Uh, I was
1: trying to think of things and I was struggling. I know that I don't have loads of experience with it, but they re-released a ghost stories as Last Bastion and they oh, yeah. basically just made it a generic kind of fantasy theme. Um, Yeah,
2: that was another Japanese style sort of game, wasn't it? Ghost Story? I
1: I believe it may be Chinese. It was was um, kind of like a.
0: Yeah, um, it it was.
1: But you were defending a graveyard or village from ghosts rather than just defending a a castle or something. Mm. But yeah, they just made it kind of like bandly fantasy esque. Um, One that's more personal to me is uh, I. Did a video on this earlier in the year but the the re-release of ticket to ride europe that they put out for its 10th anniversary God. where they supersized the board and put all the trains in little tins and painted the trains it was just a real real how disappointment much, it was, over, I, think it was I think it's 100 pounds i think.
0: Um, so I think it's a hundred dollars as well one hundred pounds but... on ticket to ride for, yeah, for, <laughs> and a fine game but not I one like, of the spent yeah. a hundred quid on
1: and the worst thing about it was that for a premium edition as they build it it was just very hit and miss so some of the paint on the trains wasn't properly aligned um, the, the map was just bigger but didn't really add anything there were some of the cards they changed the backs of the cards to just I think some of them just had the logo of the game, whereas before it was this illustration of trains and kind of like a station clock and it just came together. And they changed the rainbow cards, which are kind of like wild cards that you can use for any color. They just changed them to be predominantly kind of gray with a little bit of rainbow rather than being like a spectrum across the entire card. So it also then just made them harder to see from a distance across the table.
0: A bit homophobic. When you about to pick them up. Let's, let's, let's say it now. <laughs> it just, yeah,
1: it was just, um, it was a real disappointment, particularly because it was billed as this kind of celebration of the game.
0: Mm. It just felt especially, yeah. They did the same thing with Pandemic, didn't they? Like the 10th anniversary Yeah, edition. and
1: the I think the, uh, the anniversary of Pandemic, which was also about £100, I believe the board least in the original print run was misprinted so they missed one of the connections oh. between cities so they then had to release stickers oh um, my
0: god that's yeah.
1: embarrassing God yeah. Almighty! and actually uh, speaking of which Spectre Ops um, oh gosh I can't remember the name of the standalone it's a it's an expansion but also standalone sequel to Spectre Ops and I can't remember the name of it But I believe that had multiple typos on the board as well. So they had to put out a sticker pack to create that. Which is a shame, because that game otherwise, Spectrops is a fantastic game. Because it's basically just Metal Gear Solid, the board game. (laughs) Um, To the point where the designer, uh, Emerson Matsushi, was meant to create Metal Gear Solid, the board game, until it was cancelled. And then uh, that went down the toilet. Because Spectrops was originally inspired by Metal Gear Solid. So yeah, I think those are the things that tend to wind me up more, is when it feels like gameplay changes are frustrating. But generally, it's when the components themselves feel like a downgrade. Uh, like There've been you've
0: had a second chance and somehow made it worse. What yeah. This, yeah. What's going on? <laughs> There've
1: been occasions where games have moved from things like wooden tokens to plastic, and obviously, wood is both better for the environment, but also has a kind of nicer feel to it. It's just warmer to to mm. hold and less kind of like yeah. glossy and sticky and so on. Um, yeah,
0: it's a uh, it's a shame. Well, there you go.
1: Games yeah, that were there
0: you go. ruined by the reprint. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a brand all new right. Dicebreaker Podcast sub-show. Let's do some questions.
1: Yeah, let's do some questions. Again, if you've got some questions, please send them in, but maybe give it a couple of days to podcast at dicebreaker.com. Maybe or, send them in from next Monday. Um,
2: or just get your 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 pigeon, your messenger Yeah, pigeon. just send
1: the pigeon. That'll, that'll be yeah, fine. Send
2: the pi- I'll, mate, send all the pigeons just, to me. Smoke
1: send Send the pigeon. Um, love we,
0: yeah we do it all all kinds yeah. of message inputs so you can send us a uh an aol uh yep. a snapchat Facts. whatever you want
1: yeah uh or you can tweet us at join dicebreaker or if you're watching live in the chat just drop it in uh yeah, but we'll let's it. take some questions quickly before we round off this week's
0: podcast Did anyone, anyone pick up on the fact that I was, I was i was digging on snapchat there saying it's become as relevant as aol well jab. You nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. Snapchat will be taken oh, yeah. in its boots. Yeah, suckle that on, on Snapchat. <laughs> for 30 seconds and no longer. Um, Baron Breakfast? Yes. Yeah, we have a question here from Baron Breakfast who says what upcoming board slash card games are you most excited for? I'm going to open this one with something that is actually not very new, uh, but it's new for me and I, I saw it in the office and everyone saw how excited it was to play it and I, I'm so pumped to get back in there and play it. Is it Kingdom Pump? Hearts? It's not It's not the Kingdom Hearts board game. You'll be fascinated to learn that. Um, it is instead... Oh, God, what's the <laughs> name of it? Oh, you're
1: excited for it, but look no, at know, the, the, the name. No, I know. I forgot the
0: name. Oh, I do this with all... I,
2: I'm in, so bad at Mutant land. Oh,
1: you like upcoming board games, do you? Name three no. of them? albums.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh,
2: crud. Oh, mutant God. land describe something it like that. oh necromolds.
0: necromolds necromolds thank you there we go uh, necromolds is a game that came out a while ago I think it was kickstarted um, but we, we got a message from the designer who was like oh hey do you want to do anything with this and I was like oh I've always wanted to do something with this I've just never been <laughs> able to get through to you uh, it is a like miniatures war game but the miniatures are made on the fly out of play-doh um so you get these little like books you shove some play-doh in them you slap them close and it makes a miniature you play a war game with them and then when you kill someone else's unit you get to squish it into the table with a ring and it becomes a token it's so so cool i can't wait to play it that's that is my thing that i most hope for at the moment squish it squish it
1: squish it real good ooey gooey uh alex me and what are you looking forward to
2: Oh goodness. Uh yeah. Uh I write so much news and then I'm like I don't actually think about anything that's coming up. Um, okay, so I'm looking forward to we've actually got a copy in the office. Out uh this week, I think, is the new camel up spin-off.
3: Mm. Camel
2: up off season. Uh which has been sat in the office and I've been looking at it and yeah. going, I see you over there. Checking oh Hello. <laughs> shaking that camel ass <laughs> uh, yeah shaking that up. um yeah no i'm i i want to play camel up off season so much because i love camel up yeah and it's just I'm... more it's it's a different game from camel up like it's it's very much different it's like a auction game mixed with some inventory stuff it's interesting um I, i'm looking forward to that Uh, I'm looking for, I'm actually looking forward to this as much as I was having a few jokes, a few laughs. uh, I'm actually looking forward to this Familiar Tales because I not had a chance to play Forgotten Waters, for example. And Matt Jarvis raves about that game. I love it. Yeah. uh, A lot. And I'm like, I want in Um, because to be honest, I I don't have a problem with companion app games because I think they're actually really good. So um, or they have the potential to be really good. So uh and I love a bit of narration. And I the idea of teaching this princess is intriguing. Like your decisions have consequences, but it's kind of a unique, a different take on that. Mm. Uh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um what else am I looking forward to?
0: Orangelfall oh, is looking forward to going to PAX Unplugged and trying to play all the all the things. Mm. Well guess what? Oh my goodness. Guess what? Oh, my God. Uh, unless something disastrously goes wrong, like, for example, <laughs> my passport not turning <laughs> up in time, we're also going to pack some plugs. Uh We're going to be doing some shows. We're going to be uh, playing some games. Uh, and maybe we'll try and do another little, little meet-up on the show floor as well. Mm. Properly socially distanced, of course. But, yeah, uh, look out for that, which is very Yeah, exciting. we
1: should have some more information on that soon. Yeah,
2: yeah, Super Matt? excited. Matt, what are you looking forward
1: to? Uh, I'm looking forward to Arcs: uh, Collapse and Conflict in the oh, Void. Oh, yeah! The new Arx. Cole Whirly game, which was announced, uh, which probably isn't a next year game, I would suspect, but I yeah, I love everything Cole Whirly does. Yeah. Um, I really want to give that game a go because I absolutely adore Oath. Uh, I yeah. absolutely adore Root. Pact for me mm. is an absolute masterpiece. Yeah, I just, everything Cole Whirly makes turns to gold.
2: Yeah, uh, So I'm excited for that. Magician.
1: Yeah, I also I really want to play that new Dune game in fact, the kind which of one? the slim down one um, Conquest and Diplomacy, mm. uh, a game of Conquest and Diplomacy because Dune is a fantastic game, but it is very long, it's it's not super complex, but there's quite a lot going in which makes it hard to introduce to new people. So I'm hoping this finds a middle ground where it has a lot of the things I love about that game, which is backstabbing people and constantly being at each other's throats and forming alliances only to break them a few turns later and turn on each other such a spicy
0: boy matt jarvis
1: in in an hour rather than spicy boy (laughs) i i really like games where it's endless heel turns and people just turn on each other uh yeah it's it's...
2: because matt jarvis is so lovely all the time Mm. so then you you just choose board games to bring out that dog it's like, side it's like
0: of big powerful businessmen um mm. seeking out dominatrixes and stuff like yeah. that you know you gotta have that change
2: it's exactly like it's exactly that. like that um, uh,
1: yeah sweetheart the in the questions? streets bastard in the character sheet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, very good
0: uh, <laughs> very good um,
1: okay alex mian would you like to read this one from truce please who's been a Dicebreaker plus member for two months
0: thanks ooh, very much thank you oh yeah, also we Troost. had sorry just quickly we had a super chat as well from scott perkins he says they've applied uh, my crippling oh my God, trading yes. card game addiction may be of some use. I'm only in South London, so not too much of a hike. Thank you very much for your update, wow. yeah. Scott. Thank
2: we will you. have a look at it. Um, Yeah, Truest asks, After the great travesty, Travesty, that is the new Happy Salmon packaging. Which game deserves an amazing new box, bag, miscellaneous container?
1: speaking of container oh uh, i'm not I'm not, um, it. I'm, I'm not gonna do it it's fine.
0: i do you know what i think um point salad should come in a vegetable <gasps> shaped bag oh that's a great point shout. That's salad fantastic. in the yes. same way that happy salmon does yeah that's a great great shout
2: that's an um, excellent shout
0: there's my mic drop moment
2: Mic Done. drop. yeah I will, uh, it doesn't get better than this yeah
1: i'll go down a different route and say my wife and i own all the expansions for mentions of madness second edition and that original box is not big enough to store all of them so we have to now we have that box which is just basically just miniatures and then we have one of the expansion boxes i think the most recent one from a couple of years ago because they're not making any more now and that is kind of all the rule books and map tiles and so on so i would just like a box that stores all of that in a neater way where i don't have to just jumble like 17 snake people together with two star spawns and
2: i've got go too on. many snake people
1: because as as is the classic fantasy flight way that original box is just the the valley the trench yeah yeah, God, yeah God, the I fantasy the flight trench yes. it's terrible uh, also twilight imperium 4 has not a great storage solution uh, and there's a lot of stuff in that game, so I wish that they had done a better job with the inlay.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Every Fantasy Flight box rejigged, please four, four, stop four, doing yeah. the trench and that, stop. I mean,
0: that could be your answer, me, in just every Final Fantasy <laughs> game. Uh, Final uh, Fantasy uh, game? Final Fantasy Flight, sorry. I
2: don't care about Final Fantasy. No, Final
0: Fantasy, games. they should just stop making them. Uh, right, so... Um... <laughs>
2: Well, I feel we've gone too far. Um, that's in
0: response to the camel-up comment. <laughs> yeah,
2: camel comment. Okay. Um, so, I am a huge advocate for very small boxes. So, there are too many games that just have all this empty space it's not necessary. Please make your boxes smaller. I know you want to take up shelf space, I know you want to stand out to people. But smaller games, I feel like, are actually getting really in these days. Because guess what? People don't want to pay like 20 quid for a game when they could pay 10 pounds. Just put it in a smaller box and you save money. And guess what? Hey, you're also saving the environment because you're yeah. using fewer materials. Yes, hello. In a comically shaped bag. Or <laughs> in a comically shaped bag. <laughs> David Gillum so says
0: it. cockroach poker should be kept in a large cockroach bag.
2: Oh my god, yes. Oh
0: my, oh my god, can you imagine Sarah? that? Sarah can
3: you
1: imagine
0: a little of cockroach No, what
2: happened? what about a happy little cockroach doesn't it look like a <laughs> yeah, at what, what if the cockroach it was look like jovial <laughs> yeah what <laughs> if the cockroach was happy because he he looks quite happy on the front cover that cockroach yeah. he's mm. having a great time he's a disturbing card as but... we're
0: running out of time should we all answer each of these three questions we've got left I was a just
1: going to do away. the next one actually and save the uh well
0: should we just do one answer each if that makes sense
1: uh I'll,
0: I'll do sports game
1: okay uh do you wanna do cookbook, Mian?
2: Yeah, whatever, I All eat. All right, <laughs>
1: five questions. I eat. <laughs> All right, Mian, you're up.
2: Yeah, Huxley Angel asks, apart from D&D, what game would you base a cookbook around? It's a good question. Uh, Not point salad, because I don't actually like salads that much. Yeah, me neither, they suck. Uh, are, well, unless they've got couscous in. I love couscous, <laughs> love me a bit. Of couscous. Fruit
1: salad, fruit salad out of a tin was a treat Ooh. as a kid. Yeah, <laughs>
2: have a bang what? on
0: that. Where did Mysteri- you
2: There's up?
1: mysterious, pale like fruit substance oh, that was in gross. it. It's like, is this a grape? No, no, because no we
2: all know the best pudding ever made is chocolate sponge with chocolate cuffs. Yeah,
0: uh, that's a weird way of uh, pronouncing anyway. Banoffee pie. Banoffee pie is fantastic. I'll, I'll, re- is I'll rep um... you on that one, Matt. <laughs>
2: No, no, I'm being serious now. Okay, what game should food be based on? Oh God, I'm terrible at this. The thing is, right? A lot of board games are just not really suitable because there's just not a huge amount of lore involved in like a lot of board games. You're like, oh, how do you make a dish from this? Um, role-playing games. Mm. Uh... <laughs> what It <laughs> sounded like a fax machine i don't know uh, the thing is a lot of a lot of rpg saying wonder home please there you go, go. Mm, i wonder want a cookbook based on wonder thing, home yeah. because yeah. Yeah. like it's it's very homely and there will just be pies yeah and, and delicious orangos says wingspan
0: cookbook how to cook no every bird in the world. So i think that's a great no!
2: one <laughs> i'm a vegetarian
0: i don't want to eat birdies <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in with Benjamin Dean's question what's the best slash your favourite sports baseball game and I'll actually talk about a little Not indie one right? we got recently um, which is just I think it's literally just one guy who made it uh, and then sent us a, a little prototype copy which is really sweet um, but it is called Gridball I think or, or something similar to that um, uh, I can't remember the name of anything at the moment uh, and it is like a little like football tactics game where you have like four players and a little puck um and you basically like push them along these little isometric grids and then you're punting things in different directions Zoe's mum has arrived so please uh, ignore <laughs> that in the background hello, hello. <laughs>
2: hello. hello. everyone Zoe's mum <laughs> 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 mum are you okay Ooh. I think it's the wine gone oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> This is great. This is, this is oh I, I know I know. At home. Yeah, I know.
0: it's like, it's like a, a little window into my mm, en scene. The mise en scene, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, on It's really good and it's like the rule book is like five tiny little um like square pages uh, and it's like really easy to pick up and I think it's actually a really nice little sports game. It deserves a little Matt shout just, out. So I wanted to give it. Matt Jarvis. Up.
2: Matt Jarvis. All right. Uh, finish
3: now.
1: With this one from Chris Naylor, what would you recommend to play after playing gateway games such as Catan, Carcassonne, etc. Uh, don't want anything that's too rules heavy. I would say after Gateway Games, if you played Catan and Carcassonne, I would actually say King Domino, uh, Queen Domino, is a good step up.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I absolutely love Queen Domino. I think it needs more love. Uh, it doesn't quite get as much attention as King Domino, but I think King Domino is a little more kind of straightforward and simple. But I think Queen Domino is an all-timer. I th- uh, yeah. So I yeah. Think
0: also like maybe pick a genre that you're interested in uh, and start exploring. Like I think. Deck builders are a good place to go when you've mm. started because you get you start to learn about synergy and like how, yeah. to, how to chain events and all that kind of In stuff. In fact, yeah.
2: there is a wonderful article that's like specifically deck building games where do you start and where yeah. do you go? Well, from, from... Anyway,
1: yeah, and we have another article uh, by Rick Conley about games that are like Catan if you like particular parts of Catan. So if you just like the resource trading or you just like the dice rolling, mm. or uh, like Will says, I think. Like finding parts of games that you've played, there are so many games now that you yeah. can almost just pick two or three different mechanics or themes that you like. There'll be a game that involves yeah, them some Find somewhere. the thing
0: that resonates with like, you. Chase that yeah, fight. there'll um, be
1: a deck builder of resource management. There'll yeah. be a worker placement game with like engine building. It's it's all on the table.
0: And I will uh, I will literally. complete the trio by saying on the Dicebreaker YouTube channel you can find a video in which uh, with Christmas coming up as well. Uh, games that you wish you didn't have to play at Christmas and things to replace them with. Um, Mm. What to play instead of Monopoly and Trivial Suit and all that kind of stuff.
1: Sarah and I spent our first Christmas together uh, when we moved into our home uh, for the first time. We just played Queen Domino all day. Then we watched the Captain Underpants film. Then we fell asleep. It was a great
0: Christmas. Perfect. Uh, But that concludes our Dicebreaker podcast for this week because I need to go and be a host.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much, uh, Alex Mehan, for being here.
2: Uh, Yeah, I love it.
1: Thank you, Wills. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, Thank you, everyone in the chat. We'll be back next Friday from 2 p.m. GMT Live. Uh, Between then, you can catch us on dicebreaker.com, youtube.com slash dicebreaker, and of course on Twitter at Join Dicebreaker. Come and find us, send in your questions, let us know what you've been playing. We'd love to hear from you, and hey, if you want to come and work with us, go and apply for that junior video producer role, because we'd love to hear from you more as well. On the website. Yes, but until we meet again, have a lovely weekend, take care of yourselves, thank you for watching, and have a lovely day. Goodbye! Bye!